Welcome to Dice Camera Action in Audio Form. I'm Greg Tito, host of Dragon Talk. Chris Perkins is the dungeon master for the amazing group of adventurers known as the Waffle Crew. They've been broadcasting on twitch.tv slash dnd at 4 p.m. Pacific time every Tuesday for a while, but we wanted to give fans who prefer to listen in audio form a way to follow their adventures. We're going back to the start of the Waffle Crew's adventures in Barovia and the greater Sword Coast area and publishing them all on this new podcast feed. Going forward, we'll be releasing weekly episodes pulled from the live stream here on the Dice Camera Action RSS. For more information on the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com dca or head to the Dice Camera Action wiki at dicecameraaction.gamepedia.com for full episode recaps and information about all the NPCs, guest appearances, and adopted pets of the party. For this episode, we'll pick up right when Chris Perkins says hello to the crew. Enjoy this suboptimal party. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Dice Camera Action. It may, it may seem like we are Holly-less today, but in fact, Holly will hopefully be joining us shortly. She's, she's uh, taking a Pigeon Air flight back to Seattle, and it's running a little bit late. <laughs> uh, so, uh, previously in Dice Camera Action, our adventurers cornered Father Luke Sunbright in his office in the Spires of the Morning, the Temple of Lathander in Waterdeep. And thereupon, as he imbibed some of his wine, the priest keeled over dead and burst into flames. Fearing that Diath would be uh, pinned for the crime, the uh, Waffle Crew made some hasty attempts to gather their wits. Ultimately, however, uh, Diath was taken into custody and brought to trial swiftly. Waterdeep justice is swift justice. Uh, but he was not found guilty of the crime of murdering the priest. Uh, instead, he was found guilty of the crime of stealing a bottle of wine, a crime which he did not commit, but which he basically fessed up to to cover for his good friend, Paulton. Um, <laughs> friend? Wow. Wow. Well, then. Uh... Um, uh, who, with Evelyn, uh, tried to intercede on Diaz's behalf at the trial to no avail. Strix tried as well, going as far as to uh, barge into the Blackstaff's tower uh, to try to convince the Blackstaff to take a step in uh, a DS direction. The Blackstaff instead went to Omen Drawn, who did nothing. (laughs) (laughs) That jerk. (laughs) At least he's consistent. Yes. So when we last left Paulton, he was getting drunk at a bar when we last left Evelyn, she was at home at the Waffle House, uh, basically languishing while the kids and Waffles and others were gallivanting around, oblivious to Diaz's predicament. Strix went off in rat form to try to infiltrate Castle Waterdeep, slip down into the dungeons, and hook up with Diaz, who is now trapped in a dark cell, having received a visit from a dark stranger. Forget anything? Uh, that sounds like everything. All right. Oh, and also the very successful launch of uh, Seppa and Seppa Law Project. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How could we forget? There's no such thing. 
oh, there's such thing. Yet, it's happening. Yet. <laughs> Paulton, with a, Paulton with a law practice is an entirely okay. different show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's better call Paul. <laughs> the Dragon Eyes book is all about making covens. So yes. A law coven. Absolutely. Absolutely. A law coven. A law coven. <laughs> Evelyn, yeah. Uh, yeah. you can see that things are in a bit of disarray. You haven't had any um, visitors to the bakery, so it's just the kids running around and doing their thing. Um, as you kind of look longingly out a dirty window toward the front of the Waffle Crew, you see two horses come into view, both uh, bedecked in beautiful, um, not armor, but basically they just got sort of these draped, I don't even know what they're called, I can't remember what they're called, um, flags almost, mm-hmm. uh, with the symbol of Lathander <gasps> displayed prominently on them. Uh, you can see also one of the horse riders is a young man holding a banner with the golden symbol of Lathander at the top. On the other horse, dismounting, is a cloaked figure. And what you can make of her is that she has dark charcoal skin and white hair shaved almost down to the scalp. Evelyn is like, she sees this, I assume, out a window. Yeah. And she's like, <gasps> like the way like a kid seeing like the ice cream man. Yeah. Or like a parade or something like yes. that. She's just like, <gasps> and she immediately just runs out. She doesn't even know whether they're stopping to see her or anything, but she just does that thing like you would like, Mountain Ice Cream Man's coming! And you just run out. Okay. So you trip over some toys and stuff on your way, or you fly over some toys and stuff on your way to the door. Uh, you realize that the, the place behind you is in somewhat disarray. Um, uh, the bakery is a little out of sorts at this moment, but you're kind of, you know. I mean, yeah. she's not thinking about whether or not they're coming in. She's Like, horses are like, when someone's obsessed with, like, sport cars mm-hmm. and, like, loves to talk about them, that's yeah. how it is about horses. She's Absolutely. Like, oh. And then, like, put Lathander on the horses. She comes from then- a horse town cool looking lady riding the horse and yeah. like Lathander livery all over the place. She's not really thinking about the house. She'll just shut okay. the door behind her yes. and run out to the curb like <gasps> When you run out, uh, you can see that the woman hands the reins of her horse to the other rider who stays mounted on his. Um, and uh, then she begins making her way toward you. And you can see right away that there is something unusual about her. Well, first of all, she's a drow. Second of all, her eyes are sort of milky white. They don't seem to have any pupils. Do they look like Strix's? Um, somewhat, yes. Uh, make an insight check. Well... Uh, 10. Okay. Uh, the way she carries herself suggests someone of great uh, bearing and import. Do I think that this might be the person that Sister in- Incensia told me about? Yeah, it seems highly unlikely that you would just run into another drow here in the city. It must be Talastana Daragon. 
who's who's also wearing Lothander clothing and yeah. and all that stuff. Exactly. Yeah, yeah she's got uh, her her actual. She's just wearing traveling gear. Uh, not nothing particularly um, fancy. It's almost pedestrian, but she does have the symbol of Lathander around her neck. What would be the appropriate like etiquette greeting for someone of her station for a paladin? You could simply refer to her as priestess, or or like, would uh, I bow? priest. Would it, oh, would I that see be... what you're saying. Uh, so, yes, you would. Um, if she is, if she's the person you think she is, her station is higher than yours in the clergy. Um, so, if not bow, uh, at the very least, just sort of a, a nod of the head. So, I think Evelyn like sees that she's approaching, and she's like, like smoothing her like clothes and like kind of trying to arrange her hair. Uh huh. She's kind of like very excited. All right, uh, she comes over to you. And um, her gaze doesn't shift off of the building ahead of you, but she speaks to you and says, I'm looking for Evelyn Marthane. She, Evelyn, like, tries to get in her gaze, like, Hi, I'm, I'm Evelyn Marthane. Very pleased to meet you, priestess. I'm so honored, at, um, I, assuming you're... Telastia and Daragon, is that right? Telastin. Elastin. Telastin. Telastin. Yeah. That's a hard name, Chris. It sure is. Telastin and Daragon. Priestess. (laughs) (laughs) Priestess of Lathander. She says, A pleasure to meet you. My name is Telastin and Daragon. Can we go inside? Um, uh, hmm. How about. Um, yes. Just, would you excuse me one moment? Of course. Even, like, like, very calmly walks in the door, then shuts it behind her and, Kids! Help! <laughs> <laughs> Clean up your trash right now! It's like that thing where it's like, Mom's going to be home in five minutes! Yeah. <laughs> so Evelyn's, like, piling toys into a pile and shoving them in a closet and, like, signing to Nat frantically, like, clean up that, and, like, yelling at Squidly, like, stop licking that, pick it up, you know, just, like, frantically trying to clean up at least, like, the common space. Day one. Telastin, uh, sort of, you see her kind of peering through, or not peering through a window, just sort of standing on the porch out front, Mm -hmm. kind of um, staying in the shade um, and kind of out of sight, but you can see that uh, there are other people in Trollskull Alley who have sort of stopped because the horses are so majestic and their display is so majestic and they don't see a drow on your doorstep every day. So I think Evelyn just kind of like, and like, you yeah. know, opens the door again while she's like kicking another toy out of the way. And yes. Please, please come in. <laughs> and she comes in and uh, she sort of makes her way into the room. You see, despite the fact that, despite her... Um, Disability. She seems to move around tables and chairs as if she knows where they are. Mm. I'm very pleased to meet you. I am so surprised that you have presumably just arrived in town and you've come to visit here, me now. I'm. Um, she holds is up. Is there a, anything I can do for you? She holds up a couple fingers and just says, 
and she sort of turns her head toward the display of pies and pastries and kind of makes her way over there a little bit and says to you as she walks over there to inspect the wares, I have already been to the temple and I'm aware of the situation there. Ah, the situation. There's a few situations that I could think of, but I'm wondering exactly which situation you might be talking about. The death of Father Sundbite. Yeah, that was what I assumed maybe you were talking about. It. I have spoken to Sister Incensia. She's told me about your and your friend's roles in the recent events there. Which were just that we happened to be there. Not that we had anything to do with the death. Just to be clear, wouldn't want to get off on the wrong foot. If you ask different people, they say different things. But I, I, I believe you. Um, and oh. uh, she sort of leans in, and you see her take in the smell of the pastries. May I offer you some pie or baked goods of any kind? Evelyn realizes she doesn't know the name of any of the things. <laughs> she says, it is all very suspicious, of course. Not you. I mean, regarding me arriving as I did now after Father Sunbright's death. You see, Father Sunbright died from sun death poison, and this was mere days before his drow adversary arrived in the city. Hmm. Many I mean, believe, I never would have thought of that as suspicious, but... Many believe now. I am responsible. Oh, well... Are, are you? We believe the real murderer is trying to discredit us both, Father Sunbright and I. Well, that makes sense to me. You seem very nice. What do you know about Father Morn? Uh, does Evelyn even know of him? Because she's never met him. I guess she would have True. known what Diaz told her. Yeah. Uh, I only know that he seems very unfriendly and suspicious. He claims to be a descendant of the great adventurer, explorer, Randall Morn, whose lineage was said to have died out years ago, so. Does Evelyn know that adventurer? Make a history check. Man, I just got these new dice and they are not good so far. Eight. No, uh, he says, uh, but she says, almost registering your lack of awareness of who this is, she says, he is a very present figure in uh, the Dalelands, near to where I came from, and on many occasions even fought my people. Hmm. Well, what would that mean if he was a descendant? But first, we should establish whether he is or not. Oh. A man who will lie about who he is will lie about almost everything. Hmm. I suppose that's true. Perhaps while I'm settling in, you and your friends could investigate the matter. Surely there are records somewhere in this city. I'm not as familiar with all that Waterdeep has to offer. I love records. I know exactly where I could find records. I assume there's like a library where Evelyn used to go to study. Yeah, absolutely. She loves books, so she's probably very excited about this. Mm -hmm. um, and I think she, she takes out like a little piece of paper and a pencil, and she's like, 
what exactly could I look up for you? Uh, his lineage and uh, where he came from, I assume. Maybe some information about, what was his name? The Adventurer Morn? Randall Morn. Randall, yeah, okay. Um, and she just writes all this down and she's like, I would, I would be honored, your priestessness, to help you with that. Is there anything else we could do for you? She says, according to Sister Incensio, you raised some funds to preserve the orphanage, and I'm grateful for that. You also expressed to her your wish to see Father Sunbright brought back from the dead. Well, of course. I will take care of that. Thank you. That would just really be a load off my mind. Thank you. And then Father Sunbright can return to his small little temple in Daggerford, and I can take over the Spires of the Morning, as Priestess Ceres intended. Yeah, I think that'll make him pretty upset, but maybe it's for the best. It is quite likely that his followers, his most ardent ones anyway, terrified to support him now that he has fallen. When he returns, he will be seen as weak, particularly if it is I who bring him back from the dead. Hmm. Do you know anything about why he was on this, this Aminator kick and why he wanted to change everything at the temple? The heresy of the three-faced sun is always with us. It is part of our faith. Some believe it to be imminent, this return. I believe otherwise. You may not know much about me, but I was not always a follower of Lathander. I was in league with some of the worst people you can imagine. And it wasn't until I came to the surface and saw the sun that I was struck and awed by its beauty. That's a real pretty story. Lathander said he would redeem me, the price being my sight. Was it worth it? Absolutely. I thought so. I think I'll take this one. Oh, let me wrap that up for you. Evelyn finds like some, you know, parchment or something and makes a pretty little package and puts a little bow on it. She makes it very nice and then gives it to her. And please enjoy. And anytime, please come visit if you need just a, a break from temple life. I know it can be crazy over there. And, you know, I love making friends. If we could be friends, we don't have to be friends. I mean, if, if you wanted. Uh, she just... turns to you and takes the little bag that you, you put it in. And she says, in the days ahead, it will be most... Uh, Oh, how do you say? Um, it would be good to know that, that we can work together to make a stronger temple of Lathander here in the city. I will be judged for what I am more than who I am. And your support would, be, would take us a long way toward ensuring that the temple remains a peaceful place. I know what it's like to be judged for you, for who you are, and if there's anything I can do, I will do it. Am I? Uh, am I? I'm at the house, right? You sort of walk in the door right now. Okay. <gasps> Pawson, look who's here! It's Priestess. Dang it! I wish I could actually remember that name. And Aragon. So uh, last name is Adaragon. And Daragon. Yeah. Okay. A, a, Priestess of Daragon yeah. is here, and she um, uh, loves Lathander, and I love Lathander, and Lathander's the greatest, and we're friends now, and I gave her a pastry, and she said she might come by sometime, maybe. And uh, this is Paulton, Priestess. Paulton, bow. Hello. 
There's an awkward silence. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like, well, okay then. He like, as he walked, like when he walked through the door, he was uh, <clears throat> just like holding a loot like over. And then he just like goes into the, the pastries and just like grabs a pie and there's like, all right, see you later. And then just like starts walking out. He's also wearing his, uh, his nice purple coat okay. from party. Yeah. Where like, are you going? Oh, I've been, uh, I've been out playing, trying to. You've been playing? Yeah, trying to. Th- there, there's that fee to pay, even after DF serves the time. So I figured, can go out and make money, like to try and do that, which I totally didn't get from fan art. If that's what you're wondering, <laughs> I'm gonna go now. Evelyn looks at uh, a. That priestess, whose name is a black hole in my mind, looks at her and, oh, he's a musician. Have you ever heard him play? He's quite amazing. And maybe, oh, would you want to go to his show together if you need to relax, maybe? Just, you know, uh, in your off time, we could go. And um, he's, uh, are you still on the Drunk and Dying tour? I mean, not that tour. We need a new one. The Sunshiny tour. He's on the Sunshiny tour. Oh, this is uh, this is for uh, a charity. It's called... Uh... It's called Seppa's Wish Foundation. Because my wish is that Diaz not be in jail. That's. So he has a tour. He has a law firm. He has. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. It's a businessman. Jack of all trades. Like, just trying to diversify that portfolio, man. Well, anyway. Priestess Adaragon turns to you and says, um, sort of ignoring Paulton. Turns to you and says, I'm going to return to the temple and make preparations for the resurrection ritual. Thank you for the pastry. It was a pleasure to see you here. It was my pleasure. Please come by anytime and I'll come visit the temple soon and you let me know if there's anything at all I can do. Of course. Uh, Paulton, you see this blinded drow woman with a short buzz cut walk past you, doesn't even acknowledge you. As she leaves, I'm like, she seemed nice. Evelyn's like, oh, she's a princess. Isn't she cool? She's so nice. And she likes Lathander and she doesn't want to get this crazy Amanatur stuff. And she's going to bring Father Sunbright back to life. And then none of this will be a problem anymore. And then, uh, you know, it'll be great. What? what? Wasn't Wait, she cool? Did you see her hair? Can we like back up a little bit? Okay. You said bring Sunbright back to life? Mm-hmm. Why? Be- because he was murdered? But he was also kind of a dick. Well, I mean, you're kind of a dick, but I still like you. <laughs> All right. So, um, I'll, be out. I'll be out on the town. Why? What? That's not a surprise to you, is it? You know, just because just cause it's true doesn't mean it doesn't hurt. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. I've just it's... been kind of on edge lately. and it... You know, Father Sunbite raised me. And, I, and that's very nice of him. And he did a great job. But I, mean, I don't know about that, but he did. Well, either way, whatever he was then, I'm assuming it's different than what he... I'd say is now, was now. Evelyn, Paul, Paul's talking, but the horses outside are making noises. 
did you see those horses? <laughs> okay, cool. Well, I'm going to go. Um, I'll be out performing. Um, you do, you know, need, just, do you need uh, me to come help with like promoting and like managing the lists and stuff like we did on your last tour? Yeah, sure. Why not? We we need money, so. Oh, uh, maybe uh, I'll go make sure Waffles can babysit. She goes and asks Waffles if Waffles can babysit. And Simon. And Squidly. And Squidly. <laughs> no, Squidly, I've told you a million times, you can't babysit. <laughs> Squidly's like licking a jar. He's like, <laughs> why? <laughs> you are being babysat. Simon's in charge and Waffles. You listen to what they say. No shooting them. Oh, yeah. Speaking of which, I found this. He takes out the gun. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Evelyn doesn't react like that because she doesn't know what a gun is. She's like, I don't know. Just put it back where you found it. Bones like, oh, yoink. <laughs> Good job finding. I'll meet you out in town. Bolton just dips. Evelyn goes with him. Okay. Uh, so the two of you leave the house to an owlbear and a wooden puppet. And, uh, you know, as we do. As you do. Yeah. Yep. You've just dispensed with the whole idea of babysitters, at this, real babysitters at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, if, they, if they go out when the horses are still at the end of the street, Evelyn yeah. does that thing where she's, like, describing the cool things about the horses that no one except horse people would understand. She's like, mm-hmm. oh, did you see this and this? And did you see how they, their gait was like this and their livery was like this? And she's just, like, pointing out all that stuff. To Paulton, who yes. I assume does not care at all. Yeah, you would have you would have all this information, Evelyn, partly because you come from Amphail, and Amphail, the town north of Waterdeep, is like a horse heaven. Its mm-hmm. horses are raised there. There's ranches all over the place. Um, so yeah, it's like uh huh, yes, babe, those are horses. <laughs> Very good. Where are you guys <laughs> going after leaving the Waffle House? I assume Paulton's steering this wagon. Yeah, probably where I think there would be, to the best of my knowledge, a good combination of lots of people, but also with money. The spring market. Spring market it is. All right. Are you just going to set up somewhere? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be like playing and putting out a hat thing. Okay. So it's like busking more than it's like a show? I mean... Performances are pretty sick, so it'll become a show. Okay. Yeah. Evelyn, then, like, as soon as he picks a spot, she starts walking around the, um, like, courtyard or wherever they're at, mm-hmm. letting people know that the show's going to start in 10 minutes. And it's going to be one of the finest performances <coughs> I've ever seen. And you should make sure that you um, tell all your friends and be sure to stay here in the courtyard because the Paulton Seppa is about to play. I'm sure you've heard of him. Mm-hmm. He, he, like, walks by and whispers, like, make sure you mention SEPA and SEPA Law and also the SEPA's Wish Foundation. It, the show is to benefit the SEPA's Wish Foundation and is sponsored by SEPA and SEPA at Law. Wait, what? Very good. Yes. And so uh, uh, make a uh, charisma performance check and cool. um, Evelyn, make a charisma persuasion check. These dice suck. It's, uh, it's not the dice. 29. 14. Holy shit. Okay. Well, uh, the performance more than makes up for um, just uh, uh, anything else. I mean, 29. Jesus. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're, you're the best show in the city right now. Uh, mm-hmm. 
Okay. <laughs> Particularly when you break out your third hand and start playing with like the extra hand. <laughs> <laughs> the like it's it's Andrew, but like to make it less creepy, just like I threw a glove on him so yeah. he's less jarring. So people are like, ooh, it's a cool trick. Yeah, exactly. All right. So uh Paulton's music regales crowds as they meander through the crowded spring market, um, providing them with, with much welcome entertainment and relief from the hustle and bustle. And pretty soon, Evelyn, you find yourself just sort of crowded out by just a large crowd of people who are completely entranced by this stellar performer. I'm crowded, like I like end up in the back? Kind of, yeah. You're sort of pushed off just by the, the sheer volume of people that he's attracted. Evelyn's like trying to get his attention, like... Because she she was like in the VIP section and now she's getting like pushed back and she's like, oh, I, are you? And I assume that he doesn't even yeah. notice performing, so she she starts kind of like pouting in the back. All right, and uh, Paulton, you see uh, a few um, innkeepers and uh, tavern keepers who are moving among the crowd will like throw little uh, wooden cards into your hat, so to speak. Uh, basically, mm. contact information as if uh, you know if you're looking for jobs at their places or putting on shows at their places, and and they try to entreat you to make time to speak to them at some point in your busy future. Cool, will do. While this is going on, Strix, welcome, Holly. Hello, I'm sorry. All my I just got home from a trip, and all my animals are making every noise that they can <laughs> make right now. So That's I fine. That's totally that. fine. Uh, you are in rat form. Yay! Skulking up the side of Mount Waterdeep to get to a castle perched on its eastern spur, under which you think Diath has been incarcerated. Cool. This sounds like I'm being dumb. Um, well, you get up to the <laughs> castle, and you realize, oh my god, this is an actual real castle. It's like... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It, it, is a, it is a mighty fortification with sturdy walls and, and whatnot. Now, being a rat, you could try to maybe crawl up a wall, climb in through an arrow slit, and kind of make your way down from there. Or your other option is to maybe look for something at ground level. Well, I probably have a pretty good sense of smell, right? Yeah. You probably so do. I could probably, like, smell where they took him. Um, maybe not that great a sense of smell, but... You could certainly smell, like, for instance, if there was a, like, a pipe or a culvert or something uh, with water coming out or something like that. You could probably pick, pick up on that pretty quick. Uh, sense of kitchens or whatever. Um, but make a, just make a perception check for me. Okay. I left all my dice downstairs, so let me get the dice roller. Hold on. Okay. This is where I am right now. <laughs> okay. We'll come back to you. Oh, wait. No, I got it. I got it. I just clicked okay. it. Okay. Yeah, 16. Okay. Sorry, Feathers is just, just is the worst pitch. <laughs> so, uh, so you find, uh, you can either, like I said, you can either try to climb up a wall and go in over the wall or through an arrow slit, or you did find what appears to be a pipe that's big enough around that it could fit three of you um, if you really wanted to. Uh, and there's some, there's some fluid water spilling out of it. Um, okay. It, um, that's gross, but I guess I'll go in. Okay. <laughs> you start to pad your way up through the water to this pipe. Yeah, After, as I, like, get to the pipe, I, like, look at my witch hat and, like, mm, and, like take it off. 
Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> I've yes. given you away one too many. Times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like one too many times. Which hat? It goes poof when it dis- when you take it off. Oh, and then, just... <laughs> and then uh, you head up. You follow this pipe all the way to its end, and you can you know that you're heading to a kitchen long before you get there because you, the smells coming to you. Um, and this kitchen must be fairly deep within the castle. You can see it's got a low ceiling braced by thick stone arches. There is a hearth. There's staff bustling around. The place is full of clutter and whatnot, and they seem to be making meals. Not Nothing fancy. doesn't smell like anything fancy. All right. Well, I'm concerned that it's a kitchen, considering that I'm a rat in a kitchen. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do my best to not be seen okay. and just get out of the kitchen as quickly as possible. Because, oh, question. Yeah. Before I, I turned into a rat, I was holding a pie. Does that mean it's now part of my rat? Yes. <laughs> Good. <laughs> yeah, you, absor- you sort of absorb your gear into its new form. Exactly. Unless so I like had it in like a bag and I'm like, ha-ha. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So stealth check. Yes, please. With advantage oh. because you're tiny. Oh, thank God. That's <laughs> a 13. And, uh, okay. First one was a one. Okay. Uh, nobody seems to be paying much attention to you. You can skulk through the kitchen, uh, through a pantry, out into a hall, along a hall where you see um, a guard just standing in front of a door, and then a staircase leading up and down, a spiral staircase. I'm guessing he's going to be down, so I'm going to try okay. and go down. Okay. As you attempt to navigate the castle, I'm not going to go room by room, hallway by hallway, just make a survival check to sort of keep your bearings. Okay, so I'm proficient in survival. Great. So that's 19. Great. You, you do feel like you're making your way down along what you believe to be a path to the dungeon, and you are rewarded when you are proven correct. <laughs> Yay! But it just comes out as like, squeak! Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you can see it's, it's dreary down here. There are lamps, oil lamps that illuminate at regular intervals. There's sort of lamp smoke, oily smoke, air um, stench about the place, as well as the smell of sweat and whatnot. You can see cell doors, cell blocks. There are hundreds of cells down here. Uh, all right. And as you try to follow uh, your nose to pinpoint where Diath is, um, it leads you deeper and deeper and deeper into this compound, and you actually pass by a couple guards on the way. Okay. Who, who don't, the guards down here, you don't get the impression that they really care about rats too much. All right. That's, well, that's good. That makes me feel less afraid. Okay. I'll just continue trying to find him. Diath. You're out in the sun. Uh, this is your, your one hour a day out oh. in the courtyard of Castle Waterdeep. And you're just letting the sun come down over the walls upon you. You see tall spires. This is like a, almost like a fairy tale castle in a lot of ways, but it's sort of a, mm. a dark gray color, hardly romantic. But at the top of the very spires, you see long banners and flags catching the spring breeze. And you smell the air, the salty, <coughs> salty maritime air. And there are, I, other, there are other prisoners out here, but they're just kind of separated from you. Yeah, I can't imagine I'm interacting with them very much. No. And there are guards watching from all the walls above you, and you can actually see crossbows. 
their pointy tips peering out through arrow slits. Yeah. Um, I mean, during the hour, I really don't think Diaz does a, a whole lot aside from sit there and just enjoy his brief time outside the air, the sun, okay. uh, while also getting a nostalgic feeling that he hates. Mm-hmm. Strix, you find Diaz's cell, but you, can't, right. you can't get in it. How come? Because it's sealed up tight. What? Because it's a cell. Yeah, but like, there's like no cartoon bars. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> nope. It is. It is an iron door, set into a stone frame, and it's flush. There's like two. Right. There's like two steps leading down to the iron door, and then um, it's pretty much flush with the stone. Um. Well, if he and he's not in there, you can smell him. Okay. Um, all right, well, I'll just uh, turn back into myself and just, like, be like, hey, are you in there? So you're sort of crouched in the alcove of the door, just whispering under the, in, into yeah. the door. Yeah, um, and if I, if, if I don't get a response, I'll just turn into a cloud and okay. go through whatever hole I can find. Okay, as a cloud, you can make your way through the door into a dark cell that is at present empty, although you see uh-huh. some kind of untouched food on a plate on a small little stool. Okay, well, I'm unhappy that it's untouched. <laughs> <laughs> so I note that, and I'm like, mm. uh, But I'll just hang out in there as a cloud and just wait, I guess. Kind of like towards the ceiling so that no one sees me, obviously. Okay. At the end of your hour, Dieth, you are escorted back to your cell and locked inside. Strix, you see the guards deliver him in, close the door behind them, and seal him inside this dark chamber. You can't imagine how he feels in that moment. I mean, he didn't eat his food, so clearly not well. As soon as Dieth is like put back inside, he basically just immediately drops down to his knees and then his hands and just crawls back to the corner. Ugh. Um, that's just heartbreaking. So Strix is just going to like float down mm-hmm. and just uh, not immediately like turn back into herself, but kind of like just wave as a cloud maybe and see if she, she doesn't want to scare him as the whole, she's like, he's already acting very scared. He's probably like face down or like in his hands or something. Mm-hmm. So he probably doesn't even look around or see anything. All right. Um, by the way, does the pie still continue with me as a cloud? Yeah, it's still absorbed okay. through your whatever form you're in. Okay, because these are all, these are important. Um, <laughs> yeah, so she'll just, I guess she'll just turn back into herself and just kind of like not say anything, but just sort of set the set the pie like in front of him, just not to scare him. Okay. DF, you become instantly aware that Strix is present because that pie is carries yeah. a familiar odor. Oh. Even though you can't see in the dark. Yeah. That's shocking. Uh, I didn't mean to shock you! <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess uh, Death in the dark is just like, Strix, what are you doing here? It's, it's fine. I was a cloud. I, but you shouldn't have to be tortured like this. 
No, you can't be here right now. They can't find you. You have to go. Get out of here. It's fine. No, it's not. Strix, you have to go. It's... Strix. Stop. Shh. Shh. Making scared noises is going to get more people's attention. I brought you a pie. Please eat it and don't starve. Strix, just... Please. I can't. Just... She just doesn't say anything and just sits down next to him and just gives him a hug. And she's like, I'm not going to leave you here. This is terrible. And it's not your fault. It was Paulton's fault. It's no one's fault. It's okay. I'll be okay. Just no. Can't stay in here. If they catch you, they'll throw you in one to you. Please, Strix, leave. Please. I'm not going to leave yet. It's like, mm. she'll just, fine. If you don't want me to leave, I'll find a better solution. She just turns back into a rat and just like sits on his knee and crosses her little rat arms. It's like. Howling <laughs> <laughs> <Outing> rat. <laughs> It has a hat on again. Uh, yeah, DF just still doesn't let up and just continues to say, just please, you'll be safer if you'll go. I'll feel better if you're just safe. She just please don't. she just shakes her hand and gestures towards the pie, like she's not gonna leave until like he eats something. She's like <laughs> with her rat hands. Um so when when Diaz was frozen his his cell, did they take all his stuff? Uh, yeah, they would have. They would have taken anything that would have potentially been a danger to himself. Um, mm. Okay. So, what they probably wouldn't take is something that clearly has no intrinsic value and clearly has, or or seems to have no um, dangerous edge to it. Like you might have your little uh, necklace, for instance. Oh, okay. Uh, you would not have your keys. Right. Uh, I guess seeing little pouty rat tricks, uh, will kind of reach out to the pie and uh, <clears throat> for, the, for the first time, first time, uh, he actually just eats the pie with his hands. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, she'll just, she'll just like rat on his shoulder and just kind of like, like, like sit there. And just like make sure he eats a little bit. Yeah, which he does, and okay. then maybe after like lingering moments, because he doesn't actually want to be alone, but just knows it's safer for her to not be there. Um, he'll just again uh, tell her that you know he couldn't live with himself if she gets caught too, and she she needs to go. Yeah, she'll, she doesn't want to torture him, obviously, because she knows he's really worried. But she's going to nod her little rat head. But before she goes, she'll turn back into herself again okay. and take up the pie pan okay. so oh, that smart. she absorbs it again. Very good. And uh, yeah, pulls, she pulls the feather out of her hair and hands it to him and says, you're not alone. You'll never be alone. And then she turns into a cloud. <sighs> Diath, you just now that the when when she takes her, I assume she had some sort of light a candle or something that you could see and actually have a face to face conversation. Uh, nothing too bright, of course. Um, Probably her lantern. Well, like maybe her lantern dimmed really dimmed, low. Dimmed really low. Yeah. After she after she leaves and you're back in the dark again, you still have that feather to sort of feel. Um, yeah, and he'll he'll take the feather and just keep it on his person or okay. stuff it into like his shirt or something so okay. that it isn't seen. And then she just leaves as a cloud. She's like, why didn't I do this the first time? Like, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Like, why did I go as a rat? Whatever. 
Uh, so are you trying to be like a creepy, misty cloud on the ground kind of dealy? <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I think I'll just creepy, misty cloud on the ground and just kind of like find as many cracks as I can and okay. just like, just like ooze out of the building. Okay. Evelyn, as you're sort of standing behind the crowd, um, you, uh, a voice says, wow, he's, he's actually pretty good. And I know he's the best, isn't he? Wait, hi, hello. It's Todd. <laughs> uh, you, you, can, you can see that he's there uh, he's got some uh, there are some other guards and they're just kind of very casually just keeping an eye on things in the market as they do um, but he saw the crowd gathering came over and said you know saw you here and thought he should just say hi hi Todd how are you pretty good um, it looks like your friend's going to be busy for a while want to just grab a bite to eat over at a stall do I see this <laughs> Make a perception check. Me, Evelyn has been like, Palton, Palton, and he hasn't been paying any attention yeah. as soon as Todd shows up. <laughs> 22. Really angry. Yeah, so as you're playing, you can see through the thicket of the, cr- of the people crowd off, to one, off on one corner, uh, Todd in his stupid shiny armor has come up and is talking to Evelyn in his stupid voice. And cool. you can see Evelyn's like, as soon as he asked her, like, do you want to grab a bite to eat? She's kind of like, well, I was, I was watching the show, but... And you can see her, like, considering um, leaving. Okay, so as if I can, as I'm performing, I'm going to cast Vicious Mockery. <laughs> just, like, really, really low end. And just just sending stuff. It's like, she's not into you, dude. Never seen anyone get friend zoned harder. Just just walk away now, man. Walk away with your dignity. <laughs> okay. Is it your intention to do damage with this spell? I'd prefer not to. Not Maybe, to like... Fall. One. Okay. Just a little, just, just a little, like, emotional sting. Uh, okay. Not, not terribly vicious mockery. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, so he's got to... It's more, it's more, like, somewhat hostile right. mockery. Okay. So he's got to make a saving throw. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what's your save, DC? Uh, 17. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, so... For an instant, Evelyn, you see Todd looks sort of momentarily distracted, and he's, like, trying to figure out, like, there's some... And he seems hurt, uh, crestfallen all of a sudden. This translates to Evelyn as him being hurt that she didn't agree to go grab a bite with him right away. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, no, I I didn't mean that I didn't want to. Yeah, let, yeah I have time for a bite. I, he won't be done with his set for a little while, and... Yeah, let's. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to be rude. All right, folks, that's the end of the first set. We'll be back in 15. <laughs> All right, so Paulton, you just stop, pack everything up, throw everything in a bag, and then start to march through the crowd. People are clapping. Thank, thank you, yeah, thank yeah. you. And uh, and they want to like shake your hand, and they're like, like patting uh, you on the shoulder, and then you you find yourself just sort of mobbed. Your performance Evelyn's is so like stellar. Touching Todd's arm, like comfortingly, like yes. Oh, sorry, Todd. Uh, there's there's a group of young boys and girls who are just screaming. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. They start I, I tugging need... on your cloak and like, hold, like holding on to you. Like, excuse me. I need to. I need to talk to our our, our uh, tour manager over there. We have some uh, things to work out. Excuse me. Excuse me. Thank Exterity you. acrobatics check to get through the grass. <laughs> wow. <crowd>. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Cool. Uh, 14. <laughs> okay. Uh, it, it is with some trouble, but you are able to cut a path through. Okay. And actually, some, some of the some people are like, leave the man alone. You know, blah, blah, blah. Stop grabbing onto his cloak. Mm. So you got some supporters. It it will be, well, it's, it, it'll be 10, 15 minutes. Just quick lunch. We'll be back. So don't go anywhere. Just, you know, just move. A girl, a, uh, a girl uh, watches uh, as her companion faints away in your presence. And... <laughs> Well, okay. <laughs> you and I live very different lives. <laughs> Alone in a cell, being yes. fainted over in the courtyard. And out of no, Evelyn, as you, Evelyn, as you uh, sort of draw Todd over toward the stall that he was pointing at, where they're serving, you know, like chicken satay um, and various other uh, uh, meals, uh, you can see there's like a, 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 a stuffed cucumber that looks really good and things like that. Uh, then suddenly Paulton just poof, right in front of you. Hey, got my break for lunch. What's going on? Oh, that's great. You can Y'all? join me and Todd. Oh, that sounds wonderful. I'd love to join. Yeah. Okay. So, hey, Paulton? Yeah. Yeah. Jeremy? Todd. This is Todd. I just said it's Todd. Oh, gotcha, Phil. You know cool. Todd. He's been to our house like a ton of times. So he's super nice. Hmm. No, my friend Todd. <laughs> my friend Todd. Oh God, I'm so sorry. Just Todd will go over to the uh, the vendor and talk the vendor into giving up some some freebies for him and his friends. <gasps> oh my gosh, Todd's got the hookup. Look at that, the city guard hookup. Is that cool? So, so do I. Did you, see, <laughs> did you see? Did you see that? See what? Did you not see the best show in friggin' oh, yeah. in all really city? Good. It's always really good. I could have gotten the hookup. I could ask, and they probably would have been like, hey, "Here you go. Oh. I've done it." Well, that that's nice. Good for that's good for you. Cool. So this Tom guy, who Tom. is he? Right, Tom. Cool. Mm-hmm. But so I, 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 so what's, what's uh, so, uh, so yeah. So yeah. how, how's the, how's, how's the, so how's the show going? How's uh? You see, Todd is like revenue? holding his chicken satay, and he's holding Paulton's chicken satay, and just listening to the two of you talk. Like, oh, is that for me? Thank you. Yeah. That's yeah. so nice, Todd. Thank you for treating us to lunch, Paulton. Thank him for treating us. Yeah. I like hand him some money and be like. Don't need charity, thank you. Paulton. He says, "No, I, I can't take the money while I'm on duty. Sorry." On duty, he's on duty. Isn't that cool. You said duty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you see, uh, Todd sort of gets the message a little bit, and he's, he turns to you, Evelyn, says, "Well, I am um, my my." Uh, Companions and I have to continue our patrol, but it was great. Oh, you can't stay? No, I can't can't stay. Come on, Todd. You can stay for the rest of his set, right? Mm, Oh, he seems really busy, though. It's just, you know, working hard. No, I don't want to interrupt you guys. You go back and do what you're doing. We're just going to patrol, but you know what? I'll I'll come by later and just see how you're doing. Okay. Yeah, I'd appreciate that. Thanks, man. Thanks for coming in to check on us. I learned a a new card game the other day. I'd love to teach it to you, he says to Evelyn. Oh, okay. (laughs) That sounds How fun. Fun. So fun. 
Yeah. God, Todd, you're just fun. <laughs> Isn't he fun? He's fun. So, so fun. Yeah. Well, have fun, Todd. And um, I don't know. See, see you later. She like offers a hug. Like, are we hugging friends now? Uh, yeah, she'll he'll hug you. There's like this awkward sort of clinking of armor. Clink. Yeah, because we're uh, both wearing armor. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, okay, but yes, you Todd. hug, and then uh, Todd will come over to you and say, uh, "Yeah, Paul." Because I'm just like, "Yeah," I just kind of like reach for one of the hands, like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." <laughs> so All right. fun. Uh, he'll he'll Todd will sort of back away, and he kind of stumbles a bit, like, "Oh, watch out, watch out, watch out!" Catch, but catches his feet, kind of does oh, a little go. spin around. Um, Gives you a smile, Evelyn, and then sort of gets back on his balance and walks over to his friends. Isn't he nice, Fulton? I don't trust him. You should hire him for security on the next leg of your tour. Uh, 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 Nah, I don't know. I feel like we're more than capable of our own security. I don't know. You're like cloaks ripped again. No, it's not. Okay. You didn't get mobbed again? No, it's fine. It's 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 an easy fix. Okay. Well. Great. I mean, you're right. I am pretty capable of security. I mean, like if you want me to do security, I can do that or, you know, promotion or um anything. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Definitely. Always <clears throat> always always a big help. So, uh what have we have we done? How much have we raised for uh I just for, I just uh, I just rolled that. Uh so in mixed coinage, coppers are are nibs, shards, Dragons, uh, you netted a total of twenty-one gold pieces, which is actually pretty astonishing. Twenty-one gold. All right, and uh, what, how much was that fee again? Five hundred. Ah, yes, five hundred. Okay, so well only, on your way. Right. So only like, boy. And how long do we have? <laughs> It's a 10-day. He's in prison for a 10-day. Right. Okay. So so with that performance, and we need... Okay. So, oh my God, this is going to take a lot of, a lot of shows. <laughs> we need to make a bigger show. The yeah, we do. The biggest mm-hmm. ever been in Waterdeep. We mm-hmm. need effects. We need, uh, we need opening acts. We mm. need... Um. Hmm. Ooh, we need wizards to make like cool lights and stuff. Hmm. That does sound good. Do we know anyone that knows magic? Strix. Hello. That's 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 what I was getting at. Yeah. At, that great idea. Strix. Strix should be our lighting designer. Right. Oh, yeah, it's good. Okay, so we got our TM. You guys even know where these. Strix is. Your show pyrotechnics. Got it. Yep. Eh, she's 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 definitely somewhere safe. She is very she's very crucial uh, to the to to the show. Not not our show, like our existence as a show. The show we're talking about, like performing, even though this all is a show. Um, so she's definitely alive. Well, this, well, this has <gasps> happened. Somebody it? comes up, asks for Paulton's autograph, and you just sort of absolutely sign it, and then. Thanks for coming on. Got to charge for those. Oh, right. Uh, that is uh, 100 gold. <laughs> <laughs> Not maybe that much. But guess what? Guess what I was thinking? I, I know who could help us make the biggest show ever in Waterdeep. Guess. 
who? Omen! Owen Drawn! He would help us and he knows everybody. And he has like this big business and everything. I'm sure he has a venue we could use. He'd probably let us use it for free. We really just got to figure out who else could help us with this show. <laughs> like it's just, it's just beyond me. I don't, man. Well, but we could find some people around. I'm sure if we put out like flyers or like there's probably like a billboard or like a community board or something. Holly or uh, Strix, have you received any missives of late? Oh, from from Omen? Yes. No. Okay. He hasn't written back since Evelyn wrote him that note about <sighs> Paulton and her being invited to his mom's bar no, and not being. I, yeah. Yeah, I feel like I feel like uh, he's tired of our bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> So you you escape from the castle, Strix, in gaseous form, uh, and uh, then where do you go? Uh, I'll just I'll just uh, go back down to the street and take a normal route home. Okay, great. Yeah, probably just on my broom as I normal. I probably have a route that I take like just yeah. around the city, like on my broom, just waving like hello. <laughs> when you get home, uh, the kids are just out of control. Um, <sighs> And uh, you can see that they tell you some people came by, they, but the kids weren't sure the bakery was actually open, so they kind of scared them off. Okay, I'm like, good job. Good job <laughs> at scaring. You keep scaring everyone. Unless I tell you not to scare them. Um, and she'll just start getting the house in order, making sure waffles Squid, is fed. Squidly may, may have pretended that one of them was a hobgoblin and actually shot him. Well, based, based, well on, based on the story that you're talking about. <laughs> Strix is like, you know, as I've said before, just don't aim for anything important. <laughs> <laughs> and people count as important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people count as important, but feet are okay. Just give them a good scare. Okay. As night falls, DF, the door to your cell opens. Light spills upon you, and you're not used... You're, you're sort of struck by it, um, and it actually feels like it's battering you. Uh, it, you're so unaccustomed to it from hours of darkness. Um, but then the figure sort of shines it away from you and just puts the lantern on the floor, and you can see as she sets it down, she is cloaked in green, uh, hood drawn up, silver hair flowing out from underneath the hood down to the floor and beyond. She's got extraordinarily long silver hair. Uh, pale, slim hands. Okay, not someone I recognize at all. No. And uh, she comes over to you, and there is something about her that suggests, even though she looks like to be of a human woman, maybe in her 40s, early 50s, she's very well kept, uh, very well preserved, and there is, a, there is something in her eyes that tells you she is much, 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 much older. Huh. And okay. uh, she says, this doesn't seem right for one who has defended our city against the depredations of a crime lord. My name is Laral Silverhand. I'm the open lord of Waterdeep. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if really Diaz can really respond right now because again, imagine yeah. imagine he's like kind of in the corner, yes, kind of bunched up, kind of like looking <clears throat> up from his his 
yeah, just just paying attention. She notices that you're in this state, and she just sort of leans in a little bit, crouches down, and says, I'm going to help you. Consider it a repayment for all that you've done. Uh, yes, just kind of looks back at her more confused, suspicious at the same time, but also like, also desperate. Okay. And just kind of like gives like little quick like nods as a like acknowledgement. Okay. Uh, Paulton, Evelyn, you return home as evening falls. Strix is back. Mm-hmm. You've hatched She's out. making a sign too yeah. that just says "Welcome home, DF." Like a little pennant. Oh, like, <laughs> oh that's nice. From like the top of the of the like the in room, mm-hmm. and she's like currently like just like putting little like party favors like hanging up like little strings and stuff. Alton's like looking over the the cards that were given to him to kind of like maybe assess which of these places might be like the highest paying. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, this could be this one of these places could work. Yeah. This yeah. could be this could be better rates. Um yeah, you know the city well enough to and you know the places well enough to know which ones are are the ones that are gonna earn you the most money. Um, mm-hmm. and uh, you can also see that one of the cards is actually a card belonging to a noble family. Um, the uh, I got the right one here. Do, 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 do. The Grawlhuns. Um, and uh, so you don't know what that's about. Oh, okay. Growlhund. Mm-hmm. This might be the winner. Yep. Do I know about them? <clears throat> you do. Uh, well, uh, so you know that uh, Grauhund is a noble family in Waterdeep. They have a villa not too far from where you live, actually. So Trollskull Alley is... Bum, bum, bum. There it is. Uh, between Delzoran Street and Serdun Street in the North Ward. If you were to travel east along either of those two streets, you would eventually come to Grauhund villa about two blocks just two blocks from where you are Ooh, their house. maybe we could have a big like house party show there and we could charge a cover oh uh, yeah that's a good idea yeah let's do let's uh <coughs> we should talk we should talk to them asap warrington munt comes barging in oh good and you say ah, i've had tremendous luck of late look I'm at sure this and he unwraps on top of the he, he's <clears throat> something really hard on top of the glass case uh, where the pies are stored, and he just hey, sort of unwraps careful. it, and you see, <laughs> Paulton, it looks like a giant version of your gun. Oh, only, no. Only <laughs> much longer and much heavier. It looks like it must weigh about 50 pounds. Oh, man. Every, why is it every time Warrington shows back up, he's like, oh, look at this. <laughs> look at this shit. <laughs> what, what is that, Warrington? What is, is that some sort of stack? I've, I've had it commissioned, of course. Built by hand to custom specifications. Ah, what do you think of this, Pippin? Um, Bit of a must, what? 
Yeah, that looks dangerous as all hell. What is it? Please take it off the pies. This, my dear, is a rifle. A you shoot rifle. things with it. Shoot. And you just, you just had it commissioned? Yes, I told the artisan what I wanted, and he crafted it for me. It's taken oh. him a week, but ere it's done. What a work of art. Colin's just like, why is it so easy to get guns around here? Jesus. I had to trade in some old medals. I feel rather bad about that. But it's worth it, don't you think? Yep. And he holds it and he poses. That looks really nice. Yeah. Uh, Paulton goes up next to him and like poses with him. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) There's like an insane pull for everyone else in the room to become the third angel on the other side. Like, finds herself doing this and can't figure out why. Like the camera is like slightly off center, so it looks like there needs to be a third to balance yeah. it out. <laughs> Strix is just slowly pushing the container pies away. Like mm. only one thing left to do now. Um what's that? Well, test it, of course. Uh that's what I Not thought. The house. Why not? What does it do? I will take it out of the city. As I understand it, these things are illegal. Hmm. They're illegal. What are yeah. they doing in the house? Yet you just yet you had it commissioned. Well, dear, isn't there? This seems really backwards. I don't think that this is a healthy place for kids. One of us is in jail, and now there's a gun again. Two guns. Two guns. How do you guys seem to know what these things are? And I have never seen one before. Oh, well, it's a, the magic shooty thing. I, it doesn't matter. Warrington has explained them to us. I'm going to give it a bit of a polish, and then I'll head out in the morning. Good night. Good night, Warrington. Please don't shoot it in the house. Also, I left a pie in your room. Do you have a room? I think you sleep in the basement. <laughs> like, good, good night, good night, Warrington. Have a wonderful night. Sleep well. Have fun. As he walks away, he's like, he needs to get. He needs to be out of this house now. He is. <laughs> crazy he is a danger he is he's a hippo he is a that and i don't have a problem with that don't get me wrong but you have one of those things too right but he scares the crap out of me why because he's not so i'm more scared about the whole like i don't know like you know planar like like you know mind flayer like war, I don't. I'm more worried about that. Like guns are guns. Like you know, he he could lure a bunch of nasty things here. Right. So all the more reason that he has to go. It's fine. He's in the basement. Seems like Who a knows little what's bit of a double like. standard to me. I, are you looking for conflict at this point? Strix just no. like is ignoring them, and I'm like. Hey, can you, like, help me hang up this other part of the banner? And it just says, like, please don't go to jail again. <laughs> well, I'm like, sir, sir, like, we're both helping, but we're still, like, arguing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's, like, little characters that, like, Strix is drawn of DF, just, like, trying to look like they're happy, but they all look really sad. <laughs> There's a knock on the door, and when you crack it open... Oh, when one of you cracks it open, and maybe one of the kids does, maybe Jenks goes to the door, throws it open. Uh, there is a courier. Do you want pie? And the cu- yes, Jenks, do your job. <laughs> and the courier uh, hands Jenks a bundle of morning glories and a note. 
Oh. Addressed to Evelyn from Todd. <gasps> hey guys, this person did want. Well, Jenks tries to give the courier pie. Does does he take it? The courier will take the pie. Okay. Jenks is Aww. like, thank you. And Strix is like, no, they're supposed to pay for them. <laughs> uh, and he'll bring the morning glories over to Evelyn and be like, here you go, Miss Evelyn. <gasps> Evelyn takes them. She's like. I don't think anyone's ever sent me flowers before. They could be poisoned. Better check them. (laughs) Does he take them? Like takes them and starts like like analyzing them. Aren't they pretty? Are they poison? (laughs) Make a nature check. Oh, I will. I will make the heck out of this nature check. Well, that's an out one. (laughs) Likely. They're definitely poison. (laughs) I can feel it. Are you sure? Better dispose of them ASAP. It's okay. Warrington has a gun. I think that'll handle this. What? But like you can't, he can't be trusted. He can't. He's he's. Oh, he's so a, a, a gun is okay when someone brings evil and flowers. But... I didn't say it's okay. I'm just saying he's gonna go test it out. He'll need a target. Mm-hmm. Why are you just so on edge lately? <clears throat> like nobody can do anything right. I'm going through a lot. We're all going through a lot. You sort of start, yeah. okay. You're like dropping the flowers in a trash can and stomping them down. <laughs> I guess I'm doing that. I'm really stressed out right now. My friend's in jail and it's my fault, but I wasn't able to take responsibility. I'm trying to raise money for it, but no one here has money and the freaking. Make an intelligence check, everybody who's inside the building. Everybody. <laughs> you can even make one for the kids if you like. Mm. 13. Nine. What did Nat roll? Just roll a flat die for her. Six. Okay. Squidly rolled a Nat one. Okay. I, I rolled for waffles. Great. It's 18, but she will never be able to tell anyone. Only waffles Strix got 16 and Jenks got 15. Okay. Uh, Strix. You know, as as Paulton is going off about money and paying for Diaz's freedom, you know that Diath is uh, was basically in charge of the party's funds and uh, had a sizable sum of gems from the Xanathar's lair. T- right, tucked away I do know that. Somewhere here, perhaps, or maybe he put them somewhere else, but you don't know what he did with them, but you know that you're actually quite well off. All right. Um, I'm not going to tell them. <laughs> Okay. Cool. Because I think it's great that Paulton is taking initiative. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and then Diaz would be proud. <laughs> and uh, she's just going to be like, I'll be right back for a second. And uh, she'll just like go and try and see if she can find any of the gems. Okay. Like in places she knows that Diaz hides things. Like maybe she's seen him do it before. Mm, I don't know. Probably. Or maybe he told her. Would he tell her? No. <laughs> it's like I made a pie out of these gems. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't tell anyone anything. Yeah, yeah that's so fair. You're gonna go on a hunt. Search yeah, around. she's gonna she's gonna go on a hunt and search around of what she knows about Diath and where he's gonna hide things. Okay. Uh, it doesn't it doesn't bear any fruit uh, for the rest of the night, and then you kind of get tired of looking and decide, well, we gotta go to bed. We'll look tomorrow. All right. I'm disappointed. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm surprised at how well Diath hides things. <laughs> Do I find the, stra- the skin of the... Oh, no, the straw is already gone. That's right. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. At least Evelyn, I find like a nail back there. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Evelyn, uh, like, is aghast that Paulton just like stomped her flowers. But does she, um, does she believe him that they were poisoned? That's entirely up to you. I guess she thinks it's a possibility, but she's like, could you have at least let me check those before you stomped them? <sighs> Sorry. Thank you. She opens the note. What does the note say? The note could be poison. Snatches it. <laughs> no! <laughs> like, sorry, have have it. Dex. I want to oppose Dex. Oh, you give it sorry, back. Sorry, sorry, have oh. it. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. Calm down. Uh, it says, uh, thank you for the smile. <gasps> it says, thank you for the smile. It's wow, so what a tryhard. Jeez. What do you mean? Nothing. He's just <laughs> that. I don't know, man. Like he's man. trying hard to be nice. He does seem to be trying real hard to be nice. I like that. I think. Nah, that's I don't trust it. There, think- there's something more to this. This is some kind of code for something. Why do you think that? I think. I think. I think he's trying to have us uh, murdered. I think you to need death. A nap. I think I, you need a nap. I think I need a drink. I'm gonna go leave about it okay bye (laughs) (laughs) okay but like at not not to his room he like goes out the front door as soon as you throw open the front door diaz is standing there (gasps) diaz i just just close the door (laughs) 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 just like he's just like okay all right that's definitely not df Something's up. Guys. Strix is like stomping down the stairs and she's like, we're not done decorating. Keep the door closed. Strahd's back. It's Strahd. (laughs) What is wrong with you people? She even fights. (laughs) She moves Paulton out of the way and opens the door and embraces Dieth. And she's like, how did you get out? When she opens the door after Paulton had shut it on them, Dieth's just giving this face. (laughs) (laughs) She gives him a big hug, super tight. Uh, yeah, Diaz uh, hugs her back. What happened? Come in, come in. Yeah, Diaz, if that is your real name. <laughs> Paulton. Yes. How do we know? Strix will run up and give him a hug, too, and be like, welcome back. It's, is it earlier? It's earlier than you were supposed to be back, right? Yeah, Diaz immediately like, hugs Strix, too, and just says, yes, yeah, I'm home early. Well, that's good. We decorated. Paulton walks up to him and just, like, glares him like right in his face and then just kind of like sniffs him a little it's like behind his ears like <laughs> yep it's him trust me i know don't ask why i know that <laughs> <laughs> you need anything are you hungry do you need more food are you okay she just like immediately starts like asking like if he needs anything can you uh, tell us what happened ds will look over at Strix and we'll say yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe some pie uh, would be good. All right, sit um, down. And she like pushes him towards a chair. Yeah, he'll he'll go and sit, um, and he'll just tell everyone that uh, someone came to me and paid for the bail and got me out. They they said they wanted to help. Well, who was it? I'm not. 
I'm not sure. I didn't, I didn't even get a name. Do you have like, and like, an, like another group of friends? Like, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I like that. I like Evelyn goes right there. It's like, <laughs> are you, are you, are you adventuring behind our backs? Oh my God. No, Carlton, I'm not. Is one of them a paladin? No, I'm not doing that. I just. Is it the pancake gang? I know it's. <laughs> the, uh, the only stipulation is um, I won't get my stuff back until the end of the sentence. So for now, I'm just in my clothes. Wait, you won't get your stuff back? Right. That's weird. Evelyn like rustles around and she's like, I have a couple extra. Like, You want a short sword? How about a crossbow? Do you want the dagger? Maybe a javelin? She's just like... <laughs> oh, Strix is going to bring him some tea and some pie and just sit it down next to him so that he can eat this might not be the time to bring it up but I'm actually concerned about the health of this house all we eat are pies there's no <laughs> way there's no way we're getting proper nourishment guys. there's vegetables in them mm. What's nutrition? <laughs> yeah, <whatever. laughs> Good point. Yeah, I guess Diaz I guess is kind of looking a bit forlorn, maybe a little thin in the face, and just trying to eat pie. What did what did the person? I, do you think you'll ever see that person again? Do you know why they let you out? I I don't I don't know I don't know. It was it was hard to get a good read. I don't really fully understand, but I'm I sure bet you want something from me. It was an angel of Lathander because Lathander didn't want you to suffer for something that you didn't do. Meaningful look at Paulton, because Lathander loves us all and wants us to be happy. I don't think it was an angel. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Angels can look like all sorts of things. Do angels have money? I'd, I suppose they could if they wanted to. Ah, I, I guess. I bet it was a blessing of Lathander. Yeah, you know what? It probably was Evelyn. Or someone who wants something. I or, think that's the case, too. Maybe it was uh, someone disguised as someone who we know from the past who wants something. Well, I don't, didn't recognize him. Or maybe it's someone we from the past that we do know that was disguised as someone that we don't know that wants something. Is this a game we're playing? Maybe it's someone that's disguised as someone we don't know that is someone we do know from a past life disguised. I don't. I lost it. It's all right. Strix will prestigitate the decorations down and be like, okay. "I tried." Um, well, thank you, Strix. I appreciate that. All right. They looked lovely. Thank Speaking you. Speaking of someone wanting something. Uh, Diaz will stand and turn toward Fulton and go, you owe me. This feels like an interesting conversation. There's not much of conversation here to have, just you're welcome, you owe me. So, uh, we haven't confirmed, but I'm assuming this is about you serving out that sentence for the wine that I stole. Yeah, that's exactly mm. that. Mm. 
And that was after I had asked you to do that, right? You didn't ask me to do that. Oh, I didn't. That's right. So if I was going to volunteer to do that, not even volunteer, I was going to fess up. And you, I, I was completely ignored. And then you hopped in for it. Why would I owe you? Oh, I'm sorry. I did something nice for you. I didn't uh, want you to do that. Baby, you show a little gratitude. But no, none of us wanted you to go to jail. Yeah. We Again, know that I was going to go. You. I didn't want to go to jail. I didn't want anyone to go to jail. I would have rather have gone. I Man, I can hold my own in jail, dude. I, I could at least do something, something nice for you. You've done a lot of nice well, stuff. I think what Paulton's trying to say that he once said to me was that sometimes it's harder for your friends to watch you suffer than for you to just let your friends suffer for their own consequences. AKA. Yes, I'm I not- agree with that. Strix is like cleaning the table now so hard that there's just like a hole in it. Just like wearing through like <laughs> yeah, the finish. Yeah. yeah. She's just like, no, it's fine. I agree. No one, it's, we suffer from watching you suffer. Does that make sense? D- digging in the table. Yeah, sure. It makes sense. I don't care. And I'm going to hold you to this. And hold me to what? That I did something for you. I'm, you want you want me to owe you for doing something stupid? That was yeah. stupid. For keeping you out of jail, you're welcome. And right now, okay, really unappreciated. Dieth will pick up his pies. Be like, I'm gonna go for the night. Wait, what? No. He walks up the stairs. Wait, is this is this even? Is that should I should I go poke him to make sure that's really Dieth? I'll be right back. There's a big yeah, sort of, there's a big boom on the floor underneath you. Boom, boom, boom. Down in front. Us? Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. Did I what did I do something like cuz like I I I tried to I tried to help him and then I tried to fess up and I tried to serve that sentence and then I tried to uh go out and work Days and nights. Paulton, it's not your fault. He's something's wrong with him. I don't know what's wrong with him, but it's not your fault. He shouldn't have taken me. He shouldn't have taken the blame. He should have let you go because jail that messes him up and he should have let you go because you would have been fine and just spent the whole time thinking about whatever you think about. I don't want to think about that. So, yeah, I do fine in jail. It's like I've done it before. It's not a big deal. You know, you go there and you go to jail before. Well, I'm gonna go check on DF. I'll be right back. And she just walks away. Which which time? Which, I mean, with uh, all of the times. Look, I mean, it was like it was really minor things. It was mainly, you know, I don't know when you when you've played some of the the freaking divey shitholes that I've played. Then you sometimes you need you, you do some stuff that people, um would call uh, illegal, you know, like starting fights or, you know. Strix, this conversation becomes more distant as you make your way up into the house and find the acid door closed. Um, she's going to knock. Hello? Yes? What's wrong with you? 
I'm just, it's been a long day and I'm just, I'm on edge. I just, Can I make sure that you're not a magic copy of you and or someone who's not you and come in for a minute and maybe do some tests? Uh, you were just very angry and on, you know, it's just, you didn't even finish your pie. You took it with them. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. You're uh, hiding your pie. <laughs> uh, I guess when she says that, Diaz kind of opens the door and just like. Oh. <laughs> just walks in, like, kind of stomping. <laughs> and you also notice that some of your stuff has been overturned. She's like, eh, sorry, I was looking for money so that we could get you out of jail. You're very good at hiding it. Well, thank you. I'm glad you're trying to help me. What's going on? Why, why? Number one, you shouldn't have taken that fall for Paulton. He would have done it, and he would have been fine in jail. It terrifies you. What am I supposed to do? Just not help him? No, yes. you're supposed to... You don't hear us! <laughs> Tech, canonically, I don't hear you, but yes. He's supposed to take the fall for his own actions. Not you. Every time you sacrifice yourself, it hurts us. Imagine if I did that. Imagine if I went to jail. How would you feel for you? How would you feel? Devastated. Exactly. So I risked myself to bring you a pie just so that you would be okay because it's you personally should never have to be in a cage. We know that you're scared and we don't know why. You won't tell me because you won't talk about it. But I, there's no reason why you should suffer like that. You should have let Paulson do it. And he wanted to do it because he cares about you. I don't know if that's right. It is right. I don't think he does. Yes, he does. <laughs> that's something I've really, really struggled with. And I guess now I just accept. He cares about you. He would take that. He, he, he would have taken that fall for you. It's not... It wasn't yours to take. You took his power away. It wasn't yours. Well, maybe for once it was good someone took his power away. That I agree with like, because he has too many guns. <laughs> Dieth is trying to like reset his room that was mm -hmm. clearly rifled through. And then after a moment, it just says, did you find any money? No. All right, good. <laughs> <laughs> but I know we have some, and we just wanted to get you out of jail, and you know I don't even use money. Yeah, I know. But you just have to, you, you can't keep sacrificing yourself. You can't. Strix, you notice he looks really tired. I'll let you, I'll let you go. But just, just know that you're not alone. And she'll just like walk out the door and just kind of, she kind of like angrily like closes the door. I as think she, she's like pissed. She's leaving, uh, Diaz actually reaches out and grabs her hand. Ah! <clears throat> she screams, but she's still holding his hand. <laughs> 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 um, she's like, he'll get, he'll kill, like, after grabbing her hand, he'll actually like kind of step closer to her. Uh, and he'll say, maybe you're right, Strix. And. I appreciate that. 
And it turns out when you're in a jail cell, you have a lot of time to think. And I've just been thinking a lot. And I just need you to know that I really, I need you here. And he'll like pull her in for a hug. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she'll, she'll hug it back. And you know, as she, she says, I don't want you to go away again. I need you here. Yeah, and Diaz will put, uh, take one of his hands and actually slide it up and put it on one of her cheeks. And as he like kind of pulls away for a little bit and just stares into her eyes. She's like blushing, which like, I don't feel like on Strix just looks like, I don't know, like, like darker maybe, <laughs> but she's just like, like, she's like, <laughs> but she like you've never seen her blush before but she's definitely blushing yes well keep the hand hairs and just whisper i need you and then slides his hand back down holds her hand with both hands and then lets her leave uh yeah she's just like she doesn't really she's like is doesn't know what to do she's kind of just like <laughs> Like still holding his hand a little bit, like, <clears throat> let's go, and just kind of like just backs up like this, like out the door, like, <laughs> <laughs> and just like as closes the door, and she's like, "Okay, I need you, bye." <laughs> and she's like sweating, and she she immediately goes to Evelyn. She's like, "Evelyn, I need help." <laughs> she <laughs> when she walks okay? when she walks back down, Paulton's like finishing his story, and he's just like, "And that's how the third time I went to jail, that's how I became TBIC. There, that's how the system works." What's TBIC? Oh, Strix, are you okay? I'm not okay. I need help. <laughs> Evelyn like checks her over for wounds. Yeah, you can tell. I don't know. Fine. She can tell that she, she's just like sweating, and just she's flustered. like, <gasps> "Do you have a fever? Are I you? Don't know. Something's you wrong with me. I'm cursed. You're cursed. Come lay down." Evelyn takes her to her room. Okay, like, she's like, "I think I'm gonna throw up." Evelyn gets her a bucket. What happened? Did you like eat something bad? Did you let the pies go bad again? Oh no, that was last time I threw up. This time I don't know why I'm gonna throw up because. I, I don't know what happened. I was just like, I was talking to Diaz and he got really close to me and then put his hand on my face. And now I just, and it's like, I'm just, I can't deal with it right now. And I'm just very scared. And it's just, I think I'm overheating. I think I'm going to throw up. <laughs> he, he, oh. Paulton's going to sneak out. It is this. a curse. Okay. It's a curse. Where's Paulton? Paulton? No, I need where's, something to Where's fix Paulton the curse. going? Out. Like out of the building? Paulton. Out? Yeah. Before, the, oh, yes. before you leave, could you remove curse on Strix, please? You're you're cursed? Yes, I'm cursed. Can't you see? Something's wrong with my face. Elon's try Re- remove the curse. <laughs> oh, remove curse. Got it. That spell you know. Mm-hmm. He like uh I'm assuming Strix is probably like hunched up right now about it, unless she. I mean, probably she's probably lost all form of a of a human, and it's just yeah. like a. And she's just, just a, probably a, like throwing plates at a wall or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like yeah, she started like breaking pie plates, and she's just like, I gotta break the curse. It's like, it's like he like bends down and like 
puts his hands on her shoulders is just like, stop it. I don't feel any different. It's permanent! She just like takes off running into the kitchen. Huh. Okay, Dude. well, I'll, it's fine. Thank you for trying. I'll, I'll talk. <laughs> Paul, like, it's fine. Where are you going? He's just like, I'm going to do a run. Does anyone want anything while I'm out? Maybe, you know, grocery shop or you need eggs or, you know, like anything to remove curses or I don't know. Strix, do we need any pie ingredients? All you hear is, <laughs> Maybe. Okay, well, I'll see ya. You taking anything or anyone? Uh, I will take Simon with me. Okay. Simon and Paulton leave. Evelyn goes to the kitchen to ask for girl talk details about this face touching she heard about. Okay. You can't, you don't see Strix, but you definitely hear her breathing heavily in her panic cupboard. Where does, where does Paulton go? Uh, he goes to find some wine. All right. So, um, his, his, his specific, uh, wine of choice. Um, yes. His usual stop to right. to shop for so wine. So you walk down Del Zoran Street, heading west. You cross the high road, which at night is not very busy, and then cross Copper Street and Shield Street and a bunch of other streets, making your way through the Sea Ward. You cross the Sea Ward and make it to the West Gate, which you can see um, the West Gate is the only gate of the city that looks out over the sea. And beyond the West Gate, there really isn't anything except an expanse of mudflats that does not make for ideal beachfront property. And this thick sort of grasping, sucking mud isn't terribly problematic for one of your height to navigate. And typically, when you've come out this way, Simon has kind of ridden on your shoulders. Um, And you begin to make your way through the gate uh, while many of the guards are asleep or not paying attention. Um, And head out across the mudflats under a starry sky. And you can hear the crashing of the waves against the rocks as you cross the sucking mud until you get to a series of rocky outcroppings near the northwest tip of the city. You're outside the walls of the city at this point, basically just staring into the dark sea. But you know this route by heart, having traversed it many times, and you climb onto a tall, jagged, Uh, rocky outcropping, and begin to lower Simon down into the water. All right, right, go get him, son. All right. And he disappears um, beneath the briny depths um, near where you can see the spars of an old ship poking up, uh, lodged against the rocks. You can also see what appears to be a piece of mast coming up above the high water line. And... Simon goes down below and swims down into this wreck and begins to navigate as only a small figure of his design can, uh, swimming and paddling through this sunken wreck. And some sharks down there seem to pay him little heed as he swims down, digs through some nets and things, and cracks open a familiar chest 
and pulls out one, two, three. He can carry in his little satchel three bottles of wine. And then he packs them away and swims back up, never having had to take a breath. Mm-hmm. And when he surfaces, you pull him up onto the rocks and he hands you the bottles of wine from the sunken wreck. What a wholesome ah. father-son activity. There it is. There yes. it is. And- Good job, son. That's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. He gives you a thumbs up. All right, son, let's bring this home. This was shopping. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Day two. Everybody wakes up in the morning. Strix, you're sort of puffy-faced. Yeah, <laughs> from probably crying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh you wake up and do your usual morning habits as though nothing happened. Now that Diath's home, the family has been reunited. It's true. She's avoiding Diath, though, because now she doesn't know what to say. Yep. <laughs> she keeps looking like a glance, like, uh, uh. What's, what's What's important on your day's docket? Evelyn will probably need to talk to Diath. That you can do casually if he if he deigns to show himself. I assume, Dieth, you're just trying to get back into your routine. Yeah, uh, he's. He also doesn't have his equipment during these things. Yeah. Probably he's probably down in the the main bakery yeah. area, just trying okay. to <coughs> work the shop. I guess. Great. When Evelyn sees him in the morning, she's like, "Good morning, Dieth." <laughs> How are you? Yeah, just uh, looks up at Evelyn and says, "I'm fine." Just you know that thing a long time ago that we talked about that I've been keeping a horrible, painful secret for so long. You remember that thing that you told me? Yes, just looks at her. Yeah. Just such an interesting time to think about that right now, considering that Strix seems ill somehow. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's almost as though someone had touched her face. Look, I just had a lot in my mind. I just, maybe it was time I showed her how much she means to me. <laughs> That's an interesting idea, Diaz. Well, why are you guys whispering up there? Nothing. Just hope he has a wonderful first day free from jail. She just like chuffs him on the back and she's Do like Do you think that he's cursed? Yes, I do. Oh no. I don't know why. She's looking at DS for more clues as to what she's supposed to say. Uh, uh, cursed with hunger to eat this delicious pie. Ah, uh, Diaz, you're that sense of humor that you always have. You guys uh, are being super weird, and I don't care for it. <laughs> Come on, don't make this weird. Just come on. I I wasn't gonna make it weird. I was just like, yo, 
Nice. You know, done. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fine. Nice. Just has the business been doing well yesterday and business? <clears throat> Paulton, as the morning greets you, uh, you are a little bit concerned as you and Simon were uh, returning to home with your stash that a couple of the guards may be starting to pay a little too much attention to your... Is it Todd? ...forays. They want my wine. Probably going to find it and steal it. Well, that's a problem for tonight. Um, it's like, <clears throat> any way, deal with that later. Yeah. Um, I'm going to talk to Evelyn. Okay. Just be like, hey, uh, we should go to the, uh, Grauhun's place. Oh, we still get to do the show? It, is that not, is, he was bailed out, but is the fine paid? Did I he see. say the fine was paid? I think he did. Yeah. Do you think yeah. the yeah. was made? Yeah. Yeah? I mean, we can still do the show. I still want to do the show. I just, like, it has seemed like you didn't want to play if you had no reason. But if you have, if you want to play, even for no reason, I always like it when you play. Sure. Let's let's still head over there, see if they could use, see if they could use a show. Yes. Over Paulton's shoulder, DF is standing behind him looking at Evelyn going... <laughs> me Paulton hey, back. Paulton uh, turns around and sees DF mm -hmm. he's like is it me just going <laughs> morning yeah morning. But it, it's a nice day out so yeah a visit to the Gralhund estate would be it wouldn't be put you out of your way terribly I know this will help Strix get over her curse. Strix, uh huh. Uh, remember how I told you what a lighting designer was? No. Well, a lighting designer is someone who makes really pretty lights and magic at a concert. Uh huh. And that's what you're going to be for Paulton's next show. You know magic, and you're good at it. This sounds like you're just trying to get me to do work to make Paulton look fancier. Don't you yes. like doing magic? <clears throat> Yes. But then it makes more money for everyone. That's true. And then if we, more of us go to jail, we can all bail each other out more. Yeah. Right. What? Well, it doesn't come to that. Are you, are you putting on your fancy clothes? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just leaving on my normal clothes. Okay. I'm like, eh, it's fine. Where are you, you going to go play? The, have you heard of the Growlins? You know, like family Growlin? Like, you have know. Have I heard of the Growlins? Yes, that is the question. Like, you know, the house to go to the house party at for spring break? Are they. Uh, Chris, do I know of them? Yeah, you do. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, go play for them. Uh, they left the card, so we're going to see if we can play our luck. I hear they have a wine fountain. Oh, wow. So oh. exciting. Now the reason comes out. <laughs> this, actually, this actually could be a really good idea. Yeah. yeah. Look at us all working on a project together. Yeah, it was what we were. Did I actually see if Dieth was Dieth and not a sim someone else? No. What did you? you well, you left. You 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 were you you were you were flabbergasted. You were flabbergasted. I was too flabbergasted. So no. I'm just gonna poke him real quick. Okay. Ow. 
<laughs> still DF? Yeah. Paltons. Okay, I'm sorry for that. I'll heal you. <laughs> I'll heal you really quick. You didn't do any damage. Okay. It, it looks so rather like, what are you doing? I was just checking. It's just, you know, it's, so many of us have been clones uh, and right. ice yeah. people. You know, I just, I since now I'm cursed and the whole like, and she like touches that, the face. Oh, sorry. Um, sorry if that was, sorry if that was too much. Sorry. No, no, it was, no. I'm just, I think it cursed me. I think I'm cursed out, but that's fine. I can live I with it. Curse you. Look, this, the show sounds like a good idea. Yeah, uh, it's a great idea. It We got their contact information when I was performing to raise money to get you out of jail, mm -hmm. to pay your fine. When I was trying to take responsibility. Really? You raised money? You yeah. did. I saw it. How much? Like 20 gold. <laughs> Tell you what. If I can have that gold, I'll call it even. Call what even? Us. You, you won't owe me anything anymore. Like, oh! When I owed you from our conversation, when I said, you're right, I do owe you. Right? When I said that. Like, do you have to kind of like take Paulton aside and just uh, whisper over to him? Look, it's, it's for a thing. He goes, like a, like a thing thing? Yeah, that's a Like a, like he like looks over like at Strix or at least where she was like, like a, like a, like a. Like, like a, like a thing, one of those things. Sora. Oh, he goes. Oh, y'all schmanging. Oh my God. No, I just need some help. It's like, it's like, yes, out of the goodness of my heart, I, Paulton Seppa, will bestow this money unto you, D.F. Woodrow. Because you're my friend, who I care about, subtle, and am willing to help. Right. Not because I owe you anything. Everyone's there cursed. Is, there is no debt. There is no debt. Do you have him the money? <laughs> I, I'm getting to it. <laughs> Paul looks up. He's like, Chris, I'm getting to it. So out of the goodness of my heart, the money raised from... My foundation, Seppa's Wish, will go to one Dieth Woodrow. Again, zero debt. Sounds good. Here you go, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. All right. Hopefully the show goes well, too. Oh, thanks. Aren't we all going together? Uh, we can. Family yes, we're trip. all going together. Family trip. Family trip. I was going to stay behind and run the shop. I feel a little naked. All right. Any other time we do this, like freaking demons and crap shows up. We went to a chair con once and still had to fight stuff. Oh, right. Chair con. I Not gotta my favorite. We did our panels for chair con this year. I forgot. All right. So you're going to head out without DF. Uh, DF will stay and mind the shop. As you guys uh, make your way down the sunny street, uh, you can see after a couple blocks House Growlhund looming before you. It is. Uh, it is a two-story mansion on the corner of a lot. There is a wall attached to the mansion and uh, a detached carriage house. This wall encloses 
the private property or the private estate of the Graalhuns. Um, it's a tall, 12-foot-high stone barrier with iron gates set into one side of it. And uh, you can see some ivy creeping up from the inside of the wall. You can see some trees rising up above the height of the wall, these trees growing on the inside of the Graalhund compound. Um, and so, so the entrance is on Horn Street. As I said, it is an iron gate. Um, when you approach it, it doesn't seem to be guarded, and it doesn't seem to have any lock on it. Do I, as, as Evelyn is surveying the property, does she see anywhere that looks like it would be like a dope setting for the performance? Oh, well, the house itself, if, it's, if, it's, if it holds to the grandeur that its outside promises, it probably has like a conservatory or a ballroom inside it. Okay. It's genuinely huge. It, the carriage house is also quite massive. Um, and as you creak open the gates, they just sort of squeal loudly on rusty, time-worn hinges. Uh, you can see the Graalhund name worked into the wrought iron of the uh, top of the gate. And there is a path that leads up to the main doors of the house and a path that veers around the house to the carriage house tucked behind it. And I said, there's all sorts of trees growing here and they're sort of in, everything is sort of in the early spring. So a lot of the trees still don't have all their leaves. Uh, It looks well well tended. This is nice. I wish DF could have seen it. Why are we so sad? I'm going to see some trees. He's had a long week. You just got out of jail. That's true. Tired. So what kind of lights do you want, Paulson? Do you want, like, explodey lights or, like, pretty lights or? Uh, we can probably determine that once we assess what the actual venue will be. So if they want us to do an outdoor thing, we could probably do a big show if it's like an indoor thing we might not want to kill anyone so why don't we knock the door and see uh what we can come up with evelyn knocks on the door as you make your way over to the door and knock on it evelyn uh strix and paulton you sort of hear a raking sound or something like that and then you see a figure over in the trees um basically uh clearing weeds out with a garden rake and it is a an old human male groundskeeper and you can see there are two big dogs with him. One of them is sort of lounging on the grass. The other one is sort of sniffing around in the bushes. But these are mastiffs. They're really big. Uh, and as, as the knock happens, it sort of gets his attention. And he shoots a darting glare over at you. And there is kind of a look to him that's a little unsavory. You don't like the way he's looking at you. Just kind of like a... Yeah. He turns away and goes back to work. Actually, no, he, he, stand, he just sort of stops working and sort of leans on the rake and just sort of stares. And uh, the door opens, and a servant in House Graalhund livery with ruffled sleeves and a ruffled neck uh, shirt opens the door, looks out with pale face, and she said, or he says, Yes, may I ask who's, who's coming, who's knocking? What is your purpose here? Kind of turns to Evelyn. It's just like, TM? Uh, 
Hello, I'm here representing SEPA uh, Enterprises. Uh, this is Paulton Seppa, who you know as uh, you left your card for him. And we were here to inquire after what kind of performance you might be interested in. Uh, Takes out the card. He looks at the card. Oh, my goodness. Well, yes, come on in. I will see if Lord and Lady Grauhund can attend to you. Mm. Strix is just like leaning on our staff, just like looking I'm like, hey! <laughs> like, All right. Uh, you one are, of these things is not like the other. It's true enough. You are led into a great hall, and uh, you can see iron chandeliers hanging from the dark mahogany ceiling. Ooh. And uh, you can see lining the wood-paneled walls are tapestries. Uh, there are also some cabinets with uh, accoutrement that the family has collected over the years and wants to put on display for all of their guests to see as soon as they arrive. There is also a fireplace dominating one wall with a black marble mantelpiece, above which is mounted a framed family portrait that depicts what you assume to be Lord and Lady Grauhund. Lady Grauhund looks tall, statuesque, dark uh, hair done up beautifully. Lord Grauhund is shorter, stockier, um, and they seem to have three young children and a family dog. Um, Paul's uh, just like, oh, that's nice. We should do that at the house. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. We should do that too. Okay, we should. Yeah. Okay. And one of the so, children is a lot, lot young enough that the, the lady is, uh, Grauhund is cradling it in the picture. Uh, and you're ushered into the room, um, and the servant just says, goes up a flight of stairs and tells you he'll be back momentarily with one or both of Lord and Lady Grauhund. Evelyn and Paulton are like collecting uh, house inspo. <laughs> yeah, meanwhile, I'm just like looking for like evil shit because as far as I'm concerned, like everyone is evil at this point. <laughs> okay. As you are standing there, guards pour out of all of the doors around you. And you can see uh, they're all wearing the house livery. And then you see striding among them are several individuals, men and women, dressed in black leather armor with snake tattoos on their body and mm. flying snakes coiled around their arms. And you hear a voice detached, like it's just sort of floating in empty space. And it's a woman's voice, and it says, kill them all. Oh, God damn it! Well, time to go home! Oh, <laughs> Paul, Paul's just like, Right, six minutes left in the show. Of course, this is going to happen. <laughs> Can I cast my spell of recall? What's that? My my spell of recall, my word of recall. We shall see next week <laughs> when we return. Go to cool. leave! Once we, once we roll initiative. Uh, well, what do you know? It's like so... concert in a fancy house. Sorry, it's like so. I'm guessing you weren't interested in the show. Dieth changes his mind, wants to go to the noble noble house. Anyway. Yeah, Dieth is just at the at the at the manor, just like handing pies and like taking points, like idyllic little. He's just like, what a nice day. He's like breathing in the air and goes back inside. Meanwhile, like we're being killed by snake people. It's fine. Ooh, or, or we have DS, a fun announcement today. Or DS senses go off. He just goes, something's wrong. 
All right. What's the announcement? Are we announcements yet? I'm really excited about this one. So, excuse me. So excited. If you are going to PAX Unplugged and you plan to see us and you plan to come by our little booth, you will be able, if you so choose, no pressure, but if you so choose, to purchase our first line of Waffle Crew merch. Ah! Oh, what? Oh, boy. Um, all of the pieces have some sort of reference to something that we hope you've enjoyed from the campaign. And um, we're not going to reveal them all at once. We're going to reveal them one by one. And Nate already has one of the items that you will be able to purchase. It is the Everything's Fine Waffle Pop Socket. Oh, focus. <laughs> I didn't even get to see this yet. <laughs> Don't shake your arm too hard, though. It'll fly off. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. It's really Fun fact, uh, Nate actually designed that uh, waffle with Everything's Fine written on it. And there we have pins other- of that too. Holly, what? What? Are you the pins? Well, we're only going to announce one piece of merch. I'm sorry. <laughs> you already up. I'm sorry. You, you just strixed it. I'm so sorry. The same design will also be available on a mm-hmm. pin. Um, I'm going to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> but don't worry. There are other things to be announced, including wearable things, mm-hmm. accessory things. So watch Twitter, watch all of our Twitters because we'll be probably announcing those in the coming days. Um, and I know that that sucks for people who are not going to be at PAX Unplugged. We're working little by little on making this stuff available. Hopefully, we may be able to do some online options later. But for now, better come see us at PAX Unplugged. <coughs> Yay. But if you can't, you can watch our streams. Remember, we're doing a panel and a live game and um, some other stuff. Yep. It has yet to be announced. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, in an hour from now, I will actually be guesting on Sirens of the Realms right on this channel. Uh, Paulton is campaign hopping, so that'll probably be fine. I assume that happened sometime in the past now. <laughs> uh, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. You know what, Paulton? Who knows? Mm-hmm. Time, time's not a real thing. That's it for me. Then that's it for this week. Uh, we will be back next week, of course, with an all-new episode of Dice Camera Action, uh, the with emphasis on action. And until cool. then, everybody have a happy Turkey Day if you celebrate here in the United States. And if not, just enjoy the rest of your week. Take care of yourselves and take care of each other. Adios, <laughs> amigos. Thanks for listening to this episode of Dice Camera Action with Chris Perkins. Don't forget, Chris and the Waffle Crew broadcast live on twitch.tv slash dnd every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time. For more information on the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com slash dca or head to the Dice Camera Action wiki at dicecameraaction.gamepedia.com. Until next week, happy hunting. Happy hunting.